Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, and here we are back with our number three on a Friday. Kenny, I got to ask you a question. Have you ever seen the movie um, Tropical Thunder or Tropic Thunder? I don't think I have. That's it was with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and he played a he played a black sergeant, I think, during the Vietnam War in a, some crazy unit. It was a kind of a comedy, but a kind of a subtle comedy. And I got noticed this morning from a friend of mine, and I'm hoping this is just uh, you know one of these like uh, from from a fictitious news site. But supposedly, Biden has just given a Black America of Courage Award to Robert Downey Jr. for his role in Tropic Thunder. Now, I don't know how you'd find out if that's true or not, but I'll tell you how it's not far from the truth, because I did happen to see, and I'm sure some of you also might have seen, that recently his wife, uh, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Biden's wife, um, gave out awards for the Women of Courage Awards. And one of them they gave to Elba Ruda, who serves as a special envoy of sexual orientation and gender identity in the Argentine Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Gave, gave, that, uh, gave that woman, Elba Ruda, a Woman of Courage Award. The only problem is she's not a woman. She's a biologically a man who believes she's a woman. She's all you transgender. Got, Brad, all you no. have to do is believe what you are. That's right. It's what you think you are. Arr, I'm a dog. <laughs> do I sound I like a dog? In the kennel. Do I sound like a dog? <laughs> well, yes, yes. Well, there you go, then. That's all like you a need. ferocious dog. Uh, Brad, I've got some sad news to pass along for people that are fans yes. of the Hermantown Hawks. They Ma- won. Mata- Brad, I've got some sad news for people oh, that are no. fans of the Hermantown no, Hawks. No. Matamidi has just defeated Hermantown 2-1. to Matamidi advances to the championship game in the Class A tournament. Hermantown will play in the third-place game. That will take place... At the XL Energy Center tomorrow at 9 a.m., and the loser of tonight's, actually, it comes on here after this game, War Road and Orono play, so the loser of that game will play Hermantown for the third-place game, and the winner of War Road and Orono will play Matamidi in the Class A Championship, and that game, Class A Championship game, is tomorrow at noon. So here's what you got to do, Brad. You got to get to the store right away. It's going to be snowing tomorrow. You got to get your duct tape because you never know what you need that for. You got to yep. get your old Dutch chips, top the tater, and whatever you want top to drink. And don't forget I... the box of Gino's Pizza Mix. Ooh, you got to make your own pizza. Gino's Pizza. <laughs> I don't think they make it anymore, but oh, what the heck. <laughs> well, I want to I wanna thank Kenny, one of our listeners, because the other day after I whined about not being able to watch the state tournament, one of our listeners sent me the website, and there is a website that you can go to on your computer and watch all the games live. Yeah, they, there's an app. Yep, there's an app for it. So it's very nice. Anyway, that's terrible news for Hermantown. Yeah, it In fact, is. Uh, that's sad. Did, did they... Did they lose to Monomedi last year, too? 
I think it was during the pandemic because uh, I, I, I want to say two years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, they did lose to Matamidai in the championship game a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, that was Matamidai's first state championship uh, victory. Wow. And uh, Hermantown will now play in the third place game. Uh, so it's not going to be a total loss going to state. Hopefully they can win tomorrow's game for third place. Come on, War Road. We need a northern representative. In the third place game? Oh, yeah, yeah, in the championship game. In the championship game. You threw me there. Okay, yeah. Yes, go Warriors, absolutely. Say, let me ask you a question, Kenny. Uh, Well, you know what? Let's take our break first, and then I have uh, have a question for you coming back, all right? We'll be right back. Your Twin Ports home for UMD Bulldog Hockey. Shot score! UMD! KDAL. KDAL time is 124-27 in Superior. Overcast in 27. Superior northeast wind at 12. Wind chill, 16 miles an hour in all the snow in uh, Superior. That's going to kick up uh, Saturday morning, early Saturday morning, into, uh, well, all day Saturday and Saturday night. And the winter storm watch in Superior is uh, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night. Lots of snow is going to fall in Superior. You're not out of this. Say, Brad, we do have UMD hockey, UMD hockey. Bruce Siski with the call, and that's tonight. That's 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock on the pregame, UMD at St. Cloud, NCHC quarterfinals, game number one, UMD hockey, Whoa, right boy. here on KDAL. Again, 7 o'clock pregame. Go Bulldogs. Now, don't the, Kenny, don't the women play the University of Minnesota? I mean, it's UMD and Minnesota head-on, isn't it? I know that we're not going to be carrying that on the radio. At least I didn't see that on the schedule. Uh, but you want to know the women uh, beat Clarkson. Uh, they won that game 2 to nothing right. yesterday. Right. Uh, so the women uh, play Minnesota. They play the Gophers yep. tomorrow in Indianapolis at 2 p.m. Ooh. Now, the Frozen Four Championship for the women is in Duluth. Really? That's fantastic. I wouldn't lie. So the women have to win this game in Indianapolis, and then they're coming home for the Frozen Four. If they win, you got to keep winning. Yeah. Yep. That's outstanding. Well, listen, we got Wade on the line. Wade, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Brad? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. We uh, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this yet, but number seven granddaughter was born this week on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we got. I, oh, I, I, got my, I, I got my own wrestling federation starting. You yes, know, you I do. Kids to do that. I have a feeling they're going to be into horse riding and horse jumping and horse shows and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we we were talking about a pony is probably something we're going to have to get here pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a local political thing. Um, our, our, Our DFL representative, or not representative, but Senator Grant, uh, I think it's Hirschfield. Is that how you say it? No, anyway. it's uh, Hughes. Hughes. How do you pronounce it, Kenny? Do you know? Hoschild. 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 Okay. Hush. Yeah. It, anyway, he he voted along with a number of Democrats, of course, to implement rank choice voting for the entire state. 
And do you, you know, you, yeah, the entire state. Well, that doesn't that doesn't mean that this is going to happen, though, does it? Because I read something this morning that indicated that uh, that they may not be able to get this through the Senate, although that that guy is a, is a He's state a senator. Senate. He's a yeah. senator. And so, you know, if it makes it to the. If it makes it to the governor's desk, you know he's going to sign it. Well, it might be a kiss, uh, a bad kiss for them because the uh, the Center for the American Experiment did a poll recently and found that the majority of Minnesotans do not want to see ranked choice voting uh, nope. by a large number, by a large number of uh uh, only about a third of the voters, about 34%, say they support ranked choice voting, and only 15% say they support it strongly. Yeah. So there's a good number of people that don't want it at all. Here's here's the problem with that, though, Brad. You know, the governor has his slogan, One Minnesota, except yeah. he spells it incorrectly. It's W-O-N. He's one Minnesota. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's going to do whatever he wants because boy, they, you they... Uh, you hit it right on the head there, and that and that. But th- that could be the thing that comes around to bite the Democrats in the long run is if they keep going against the will of the people. And in this case, you know, there's not many people who want to see this ranked choice voting. Uh, you know, just it's it just like identification for voting. Most Minnesotans, by large majorities, two thirds, want to see uh, identification for the right to vote. And yet the Democrats keep going against it, keep saying we shouldn't have to show an identification to vote. So, you know, some of these things, you know, they they can they can keep saying they're on the right when it comes to things like abortion rights, because the majority of the people say there should be some rights for abortion. But uh, trusting them on a lot of these other issues might be a step too far and ranked choice probably one of them anyway thank you wade i gotta we got another caller coming up but we got to go to cbs news first i believe and then we're going to come no, back no, with no, a caller no. from midway let's go to jerry we're get jerry in oh okay i see where we're going here <laughs> okay jerry are you there i'm here brad uh yes i just just have two responses to a couple of your callers one is that one um about biden giving a medal to some guy on a show that was a meme on Babylon B, so that was just a joke. Um, but uh, I got it also for um, our friend Mr. Dahlberg. I've got uh, three words that can help China: Soylent Green stir fry. So anyway, have a good day. Soylent, all right. Soylent Green S- stir fry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I think they'd probably try that. I mean, they'll do uh, that tofu stuff. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Brad, did you you get hoodwinked? He said you were quoting something from Babylon B. Yeah, I think that's where this story came from about the uh, the the guy getting the uh, black award. I knew that that was probably not legitimate for that Tropic Thunder because that was a that was a spoof on the Vietnam War and 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 uh, Robert Downey Jr. played a black man, but it had black face on. So I kind of figured that was a spoof. 
Anyway, we got to go to CBS News, folks. We'll be back shortly. KDAL time is 1.35. I've got 26 at the Army Corps of Engineers. Northeast wind at about 12 miles an hour, and we're waiting for the storm. We've got some snow moving in, Brad. It's no secret by now. A lot of snow is going to fall in the Twin Ports, uh, the Arrowhead, northwest Wisconsin, a large area. Uh, Duluth might be the bullseye in all this, so look at Duluth as the bullseye, and everything around it is going to have snow. Wow. Been a while since Duluth's been the bullseye. This is going to be a good one. (laughs) Well, hey, Margaret, up at Wood Magic, uh, if I wanted to buy something at 40% off, how would I go about uh, getting a 40% shopping spree at Wood Magic? All you have to do is put your name and phone number in a drawing. I draw every week. I have a new name this week. It's Jennifer Klajewski. And then I call the people, and they are so excited. So that's all you have to do is come in, sign your name, put it in, give me a phone number, and put it in the, the little container, and uh, maybe you will be the lucky one to win one of our drawings. And I'm planning to be here tomorrow from 11 to 2, weather providing. Okay. Give me a call, 218-729-7175. Uh, you know, a lot of places that you go today, you have to make an appointment. And you have to remember, Brad, this is a specialty shop. There's yes. no place in the world that I know of that is like Wood Magic. No place. Someone that does kitchens, new and refacing, curtain store in town, nine rooms of collectibles and other wonderful things. You almost, you know, we're getting to be almost like a museum. We have people come in and they're just in awe. They can't believe all the things, the custom furniture, the uh, things that they've never seen because, uh, you know, while we've been here 40 years, you know, most of what we have in the in the store is made in the United States. All of our furniture is made in the United States. So, you know, come on in and see us. We're up at 5105 Miller Trunk Highway, the corner of LeVake and Miller Trunk. We're right across from Centricity Credit Union. A reliable insurance agency is right next door. Uh, you yep. can't just if you come down the highway, the big white building with all the curtains in the windows. As Margaret said, it really is a store full of magical things that you'll want to have in your home because they're going to be one of a kind. It's not something you're going to see at every big box store. These are really special items. All right, uh, Kenny, uh, so as we move along, we are finding that the inflation is still continuing to hit us. And uh, this morning, I'm going through some of the stories, and there was a uh, there was an interesting story by Brooks Johnson in the Star Tribune, and he gave some tips. These are real simple things on how you might be able to, you know, beat inflation when you go out shopping. And he said, you know, think about these things before you go shopping. Plan your shopping trip to stay within a budget. This is if you're if you're, you know, seeing some real tough times and you want to make sure you're you're getting what you want out of your shopping tour. Sh- make sure you shop, stay within a budget. Make most of food already at home. In other words, take what you got at home in the fridge, use that, make make something out of it before you start adding to it. Pay attention to sales, discounts, promotions. I know a lot of people hate that, 
I go to the store. They always ask me, do you have any coupons? I say, are you kidding me? I'm a guy. I don't use coupons. But, you know, maybe it's time to start doing it. Purchase low-cost ingredients. Consider switching to store brands. A lot of times, for example, down here, we shop at the public store. Public has its own brand, and it's the same stuff that you buy in name brands. They just manufacture it, put a public wrapper uh, on it. Uh, price compare favorite foods across stores. Lessen food waste by using frozen vegetables and proteins. And simple recipes. Buy fewer ingredients. Find smaller or discounted cuts of meats. In other words, you don't have to buy a, a big package with 12 chicken breasts in it. You can, you know, just buy a couple. You know, buy what you need. But these are all things that might help you uh, get to that point that you can take advantage of uh, saving some money on inflation. Got to give you a sad story this morning uh, here in Minnesota anyway. It was sad for the Duluth area especially because uh, we've got a 5K in Duluth named after Gary Bjorklund, the Bjorklund 5K. And uh, he's now 71 years old. And uh, over the weekend, it was turns out that one of uh, Northland's most famous and accomplished runners of all time has been convicted of gross misdemeanor driving while intoxicated Wednesday and was placed on probation for three years following a crash that involved him driving the wrong way into oncoming traffic. So you have to be pretty bad to do that. Um, so our, our hats or our hearts go out to uh, Gary Bjorklund. He's, uh, He's well-respected in this area, and I hope this doesn't uh, doesn't cause a real bad blemish on him. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he's a good man, and I'm sure he uh, just had one faulty problem. Let's hope so anyway. Uh, let's see. We're just about to where we get to our, uh, our uh, Minnesota news break. I got a couple of other local things, though, that I want to make sure you're aware of. Um, Minnesota, the GOP in Minnesota really can't get much of anything accomplished because you've got, uh, you know, you've got um, the Democratic trifecta going on here. You've got the Senate, the House, and the governorship all owned. But the GOP is doing what they can, and they're trying to push legislation that they hope some Democrats will come over with them on, such as pushing for higher penalties for the sale and distribution of fentanyl. The uh, Duluth News Tribune had a story this morning that minority Republicans in the Minnesota Senate are pushing for a package of public safety legislation they say will fight crime by stiffening penalties, criminal penalties, and strengthening the police force. And I think we need to get back to that. We're seeing way too many cases of so many deaths from fentanyl, so many deaths from drugs that people don't know what they're taking. Uh, and the Republicans also want to create a new carjacking offense. I found it rather comical that our uh, sec that our attorney general here, Keith Ellison, wants to somehow put his foot down on the on the makers of cars uh, on two different lines of cars because he said they're too easy to break into. Kia and Hyundai evidently have design flaws that make their vehicle easier to steal. Uh, and so he has decided to go after the manufacturers 
instead of after the people that are stealing the cars. Can you imagine? Come on. You know, get serious. Uh, the, you know, you've got to look at who, is the, who the criminal is here and what they're doing on guns. Republicans want to increase penalties for giving a gun to an ineligible person. In other words, a felon, somebody underage. Uh, they want to do smart things for gun lobbies, not goofy things like these Democrats where they want you to hide your gun in one safe and your, your shells or bullets for it in another safe. That way, when somebody breaks into your home in the middle of the night, not only do you have to stumble around in the dark trying to find your firearm, but then you got to find out where the ammunition is and how to load it. Most ridiculous thing I've heard in a long, long time. Republicans have criticized judges and prosecutors in the Twin Cities metro area in recent years for not pursuing serious enough punishment for crimes. Part of this year's package includes legislation requiring county prosecutors to give the legislators data about which felons they don't prosecute. In other words, tell us what felon didn't that you didn't prosecute and why didn't you prosecute them. And the GOP is pushing forth a safety package that includes 168 million for the police and first responder pension funds, $15 million for body cameras, $15 million uh, for more police on metro transit in the Twin Cities, which is really an important issue because I'll tell you what, if they don't do something about the crime on the metro transit, they may as well shut the whole system down because nobody's going to ride it before long. They also want to, the GOP also wants to push $3 million to be split between the Minnesota State Patrol, Air Patrol, and Ramsey County Sheriff's Office for violent crime prevention. Anyway, we got to go to our Minnesota news break, folks, and then we're going to come back and wrap up Friday here, uh, as we do every Friday, with taps to remember our men and women who have worn the uniform, put their lives at risk, and who may have been passed away in the last week or 10 days. So we'll be right back. KDAL time is 1.52. I see some sunshine outside the KDAL studio window, 25 degrees. Brad, I do have a name for taps that I want to share with you and your listeners. Okay. I also want to mention that uh, last night there was an agenda meeting of the Duluth City Council. It lasted seven minutes. Wow. Yeah. They only read Why in. have an agenda meeting if that's all you're going to do? Well, you know, you, you you show up and you do it, and sometimes it's seven minutes, sometimes it's five hours. So <laughs> now the five hours is very extreme, and not for an agenda. I've been to a five-hour regular meeting. I will say this. The last time a city council meeting went five hours or longer, Mayor Larson was the city council president. But last ah. night they read in the very first in the consent agenda. Uh, Counselor, uh, Vice President Counselor Randorf read under the finance a resolution supporting the United States embracing the goals and provisions of the treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons. There was no discussion. It was simply read in. And Monday at the Duluth City Council, I'm sure that it's going to be full of the greenies saying to go ahead, do this, support this. 
which the city council will, and we're going to end nuclear armament in oh, the U.S. Oh, am I excited. Yeah. 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 And it all comes out of Duluth, Minnesota. Oh yeah, oh, you boy. bet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you make of this, though, Brad? That this is a what's? I mean, I know it's symbolic. It's that thing you were talking about early, Kenny. Crazy. It's crazy. Can the U.S. Um, I mean, disarm ourselves yeah. of nuclear warheads? I mean, really? No. If we do that, we are just at bait flopping in the wind. You know, we're just waiting to be attacked. And there will be countries like China or Russia or whoever that will use whatever they need when they need it against us. Well, real quickly, I I do have the name. I want to share the name. Okay, yes, please. I got a call from Bob. Bob has his mother and his brother were good friends of George William Lancor. George William Lancor of Duluth. He passed away February 23rd. He was an Army veteran, Brad. He received a Purple Heart while serving in Vietnam. He retired wow. from Rick's Tree Service. Uh, the burial will be um, March 14th. He was a well-liked guy, always had a smile on his face. So George William Lancor, a Duluth veteran of the Army, uh, will remember. One of my guys. One of my guys. There you go. Love it. How much time we got, Kenny? Uh, two minutes. Okay. This is your last opportunity to hear some great Great humor from Brad on a Friday. Me? Okay. <laughs> Are you talking yeah. to me? Okay. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Okay. Well, I'm uh, already laughing, so that's a good start. Okay. So why did the bullet end up losing his job? Why did the bullet end up losing his job? I don't know why. He got fired. <laughs> of course. Of course, he got the bullet. Got fired. That's a good one, Brad. Yeah. I could even give you one of these right here. Where did where did it go? Where, there it thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, All right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Okay. How about, uh, let me see if I can get it one more time. I entered ten puns in a contest to see which one would win. No pun intended. <laughs> no, you entered ten. But ten puns but in a no contest pun to see which one. But no did. pun intended. <laughs> oh wow! How do you measure a snake? How do you measure a snake? I don't know. In inches, they don't have feet. <laughs> You're you, you are on a roll. This I know. Never happened. So let's it's have unprecedented. Let's let's have one last one. Okay. What does a what does a house wear? What does a house wear? I don't know. A dress. A dress. <laughs> yes, they has an address. An address. And where's a dress? Oh, my goodness. Four in a row. I, oh. I finally aced it on a Friday, folks. Oh. I finally aced it. This is a unbelievable day. It truly is. Will security please report to Section 3? Security to Section 3, please. <laughs> Wow. Well, listen, everybody, have an okay weekend. Don't shovel too hard. Don't get yourself all stressed out. It comes a little at a time. Move it away a little at a time. Well, that's good advice, Brad. That that is good advice. And uh, I know that the city has been attempting to get some potholes filled, so that's good because it's the, some of the streets well, are I in bad shape. I think the mayor's going to have yeah. to do something because yeah. it will be an issue in the election. Mark my words. There's no doubt about it. 
Well, we got, we'll have a lot to talk about Monday when we come back because we'll, we'll have a chance twice, once on Saturday and once on Sunday, to see if the Wild can win without Krill. Um, I don't know. I don't look forward to it too much. We'll see you Monday. Anyway, have a great weekend, folks. We'll see you Monday.